In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure static network address translation. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. In IPv4 configured networks, clients and servers use private addressing. Before packets with private addressing can cross the internet, they need to be translated to public addressing. Servers that are accessed from outside the organization are usually assigned both public and private static IP addresses. We will configure static NAT so that outside devices can access an inside server at its public address. We will be testing access without NAT. We're going to configure static NAT, and then we're going to retest that access with NAT. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Packet Tracer Labs 6.4.5 configure static NAT. I have the Packet Tracer Lab opened up here. On the left side, we have our work area where we have our topology, where we can go in and configure our devices. On the right side, I have the instructions. In this lab, what we're going to do is we're going to test access without network address translation. Then we're going to go ahead and set up some static NAT. And then we're going to retest it again with NAT. Down to our instructions. Part one, test access without NAT. Step one, attempt to connect to server one using simulation mode. We need to switch to simulation mode. To switch to simulation mode, down here, sort of in the bottom of my screen, we have two buttons. One is the real-time button, one is the simulation button. Whichever button is the white button, that's the mode we're in. Now, if one of them is not selected, the default is real-time. We need to select simulation, so mouse over simulation, click on it. Now, notice how the background is white, and we also get the simulation pane here to show up. This is where we can go in and inspect our PDU packets. On the step 1D, from PC1, or L1, use a web browser to attempt to connect to server one web page at 172.16.16.1. Continue to click the capture forward button. Notice how the packets never leave the internet cloud. The attempt should fail. I'm gonna go ahead and open up PC1 here. I'm gonna make the window a little bit bigger going right to left to show us our web browser app. I'm gonna go ahead and click on web browser. I'm going to put our address in there of 172.16.16.1 and click go. Now, at this point, what you do is minimize PC1. Don't close it, just minimize it. If you actually closed it, open it up, re-put the address in there, click go, and then minimize it. Now, we got to go ahead and click the capture forward button. The capture forward button is this button right here. If you mouse over it, it says capture, then forward. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and click on that. We can see that a packet has started there. Went up to our PC. We see that there's an X. We click the forward button again. Click the forward button again. And notice how it never leaves the internet cloud. I'm continuing to click it and it's giving us the same error over and over and finally it just aired out i clicked it enough times that i just finally confused it 
buffers full we exceeded that um and so it aired out we can't make it without having our network address translation go ahead and click clear event list if you get that pop up there that that'll take care of that step 1c exit simulation mode so down here where we clicked on simulation go back and click on real time when you click on real time your simulation panel will go away go away and real time will be highlighted now from pc1 ping r1 serial 00 interface which is 209.165.201.2 the ping should succeed so from pc1 Go ahead and close our web browser in PC1. Open up our command prompt so we can do a ping. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna ping R1 over here. We're gonna go ahead and ping R1. So from our command prompt here in PC1, go ahead and type in ping, and then our IP address of 209.165.201.2. We are successfully pinging through the internet. So there is some connectivity through the clouds. Step two, view R1 routing table and running config. View the running configuration of R1. Note that there are no commands referring to NAT. An easy way to confirm this is to issue the following command. Show run, but then we're gonna filter to only show lines that include the word NAT. So I'm gonna go ahead and minimize PC1 here. I'm gonna click on R1. Slide this up, make it a little bit bigger, going right to left. That way it formats a little bit better. Hit enter, no password. So we can go ahead and type in enable, brings us into privilege exec mode. And then from here, we can go ahead and do the show run, put a space, the pipe sign, which is the key above the enter key. You gotta hold the shift down, it's the vertical line. Put another space, and then we're going to include any line that has the word NAT went and hit enter and the prompt shows up on the line right below it if there was any lines in our running config that had the word nat it would have listed it there but there's no line so it didn't list out anything verify the routing table does not contain entries referring to the ip addresses for pc1 and l1 now we can go ahead do a show IP route and make sure that we don't have any IP addresses for PC1. PC1's address is 10037205. We can get that right here above PC1. So there is no 10 dot number. And then L1. Laptop 1 is 192.168. If we look at our addressing table, there is no 192.168. So there is no entry for either one of those devices. On the step 2C, verify that NAT is not being used on R1. Go ahead and enter in the show IP NAT translations command. And once again, there is no translation, so it doesn't list out anything. The next line below it is the prompt again. So there is no translations. Part two, configure static NAT. Step one, configure static NAT statements. Refer to the topology, create a static NAT translation to map server one inside address to its outside address. 
slide that over. What we're doing is setting up a static NAT from the inside address. The inside address here is the 172.16.16.1 to the outside address of 64.100.50.1. Now, to set that statement up, we need to be in global configuration mode. Go ahead and type in config T. Now, that statement, we start off with IP NAT, and then we're saying inside, then source and static, because we're doing a static NAT here. We start and list the inside IP address, which is 172.16.16.1, and then what outside address are we mapping into? 64.100.50. Dot one. Step two. Configure the interfaces. Configure the G00 interface as an inside interface. Now to do that, we have to go into the actual interface itself. So from global configuration mode, we can go ahead and type in interface G0 slash zero. Now we're actually inside configuring that interface and we simply say IP NAT inside. That sets that address, or sorry, that interface as the inside of our static NAT. On step 2B, configure the serial 000 public interface as an outside interface. But we need to change interfaces into that serial 000. We could type exit here, or you could just go ahead and type in interface and then S000. We are now configuring the serial 000 interface, and we go ahead and say IP NAT, and we are setting this up as the outside interface, so IP NAT outside. And now we have an inside and an outside interface for our static NAT. On to part three, test, test access with NAT. Verify connectivity to the server one web page. Open up the command prompt on PC one or L1. Attempt to ping the public IP address of server one. Pings should succeed. So I'm gonna go ahead and open up PC one here. And they want us to ping the public address for server one, which is the outside address, 64.100.50.1. So go ahead and type in ping 64.100.50.1. Those pings should succeed. Probably doing an ARP lookup here. That's why the first ping failed. What I'm going to do is repeat that command, up arrow once, hit enter, just to make sure that all four pings are working. So all four pings are working. Verify that both PC1 and L1 can now access the server one web page. I'm gonna go ahead and bring up my PC1 window. Um, if you have your command prompt open yet, go ahead and close that. Here, I made the window a little bit bigger so I can see my web browser app. Go ahead and click on that. And the IP address you are connecting to is the outside IP address of that. 
You can't get to the internal one because of the router and the translation, but you can get to the outside and then R1 has that static NAT that will connect you to the inside IP address of that. Let's go ahead, enter in that outside IP address, 64.100.50.1. And there we can see we are we got the web page from server one here on PC one. Let's go ahead and try laptop one. Once again, make it a little bit bigger so I can see my web browser app. Click on it, put my outside IP address in here of 64.100.50.1. Click go. And that will give us our web page from server one. On to part three, step two, verify NAT translations. Use the following commands to verify static NAT configuration on R1. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring up our configuration for R1. Take me to Privilege exec mode, so I type exit once, that is global configuration mode, type exit a second time. I am now in privilege exec mode. We can do a show running here. And in here, when we do show running, I'm gonna hit the space bar, it'll take me down a page. I'm gonna come down and then we can verify our settings. Here we can see that serial one is set up as the IP NAT outside address. And we can also see that gig 00 is set up as the NAT IP, or sorry, NAT inside address. So the IP NAT inside address. So we have the inside and outside interfaces assigned. We can see the static NAT right here, our static NAT statement, where we have a static NAT mapping the inside address to the outside address. Then we can do a show IP NAT translations. And it'll show us all of this, all the um, NAT translations that we have done. And once again, we're translating here between the two IP addresses on our server. And we look here, 172.16.1.1 to 64.100.50.1. So we are doing our translations there properly. And then the last command we can enter, and the last command we can enter is the show IP NAT stats command. Oh, it's, show, it's not show IP NAT stats, it's statistics. So when I put that S in there, it's spelt it incorrectly. If I just delete the S, we can see that we have our translation and that we have done a total of four translations. We have our serial interfaces. We have our serial, we have our outside interfaces assigned to serial 000. We have our inside interface assigned to the gig 00. We have 28 hits, meaning we had 28 matches to our translations, we had 11 misses where we had 11 um, PDUs that we didn't know what to do with. That was Packet Tracer Labs 6.4.5 Configure Static NAT. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. 
This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.